Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We would like to welcome you to show number 40. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we typically have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacations. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And in today's episode, it's one of the special episodes where we review an event or or a tour that we've taken at the Walt Disney World Parks. So before we get to that, we'd like to remind our listeners to please take time to leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on, on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. We appreciate you taking those times to leave those reviews or those customer ratings. We always give listeners a shout out on a future episode of the Dislove Podcast, and we really appreciate you taking time to help us out with that. So on today's episode, we are going to be doing one of our special episodes event episodes, we attended the Disney Fairy Tale Wedding Showcase that took place over the weekend of March 13th through March 15th. And we are able to take part in um, March 13th, they had a dessert party. And then March 14th was the full showcase. And then the one part at the end was um, some specialty shopping experiences that we did have to fly home for. So we didn't miss, we didn't get a chance to attend that, but we'll tell you all about the whole weekend. And first off, just Chris, what did you think for any, so if you're planning a Disney wedding or a vow renewal or anything like that, and as a reminder, we have had both, (laughs) um, it's a way for you to get a lot of information at once. So what did you think overall, Chris? I thought it was well done. I mean, it was just, it's what you would expect Disney to do. And along with the wedding planners and the event coordinators, it was well done. So we'll get into the specifics if you're thinking about doing any sort of event like that with Disney. But first off, we attended all of the events this year. They rotate where the events take place. And the showcase, you do have to pre-buy tickets. So we bought our tickets a few months out. It typically sells out. And from what I understand, both the Disneyland showcase, which was, um, I think, about six weeks earlier, and the Disney World showcase both had sold out. So if you're interested in going, it's important to buy your tickets in advance. And it's typically held in the spring. I think out of the couple of years, most of the times it's fell in, in March. So that's something to think about if you are wanting to plan and go there as part of your planning for your Disney wedding. It just so happened we were already going to be in the area um, for a Disney vacation, so we decided to go ahead and stay and cover that event. So if you're not familiar, some people may not even realize that Disney World hosts a number of weddings across the properties. They have all kinds of great venues that you can utilize. And we ourselves will, I'll post some links to some of our previous shows, but we ourselves had both our wedding and our vow renewal at Epcot. And not only can you get married in Epcot, there are also some locations in Magic Kingdom. People get married in Animal Kingdom, um, Hollywood Studios. Typically, I've seen receptions there. If you're familiar on Disney Plus, they have the Disney Fairy Tale Weddings show where you can see streaming of different weddings that have taken place. So when you are looking at the options, there's lots of different things and it can be a little overwhelming if you're not sure. And one of the things I'll put a link to is if you're interested in doing a Disney wedding, we're really not going to be your source for that. I'll put a link to the Disney wedding podcast 
podcast, the Disney Wedding Podcast, which is hosted by Carrie Hayward. Um, we'll post a link to that. We've been guests on her show. I've been a guest on her show twice. We've talked about our experiences there. So if you're looking at planning a full wedding, I would definitely check out Carrie's podcast. And then again, this is just kind of giving you a feel for that overall event that we attended the showcase. So on Friday night, we registered. Everything, as I said, was at the Grand Floridian. And so we went in and we were able to, we did get tickets for the evening dessert party, which is kind of a welcome party. It was at the marina at the Grand Floridian. So you could see they piped in music and you were able to have good viewing for Happily Ever After. And overall, what was your impression with with the dessert party, Chris? It was very nice. I think Part of it was we sat with some very nice people, our friends from Jessica from Brazil and Morgan from Ohio, and we had a, a wonderful discussion, and I think the food, again, was top-notch. Uh, you know, a number of the, the drinks I didn't partake in, but for the most part, you know, they had a person there making watercolor, watercolor artists, art, yeah. and we got a postcard. It was of the castle. It was very nice. I mean, I think it was, again, what you would expect Disney weddings to provide. Correct. And they had all kinds of neat um, dessert items. They had um, even Dole Whip. They had a lot of different types of cakes and um, they did specialty. I They did like the glass slipper that had a mousse filling. They had um, cones that had different fillings like dark chocolate or vanilla or berry or an orange and guava toppings that were quite good. Um, as Chris mentioned, there was a watercolor artist. They had a great coffee bar set up. They did have alcoholic beverages and things. It's just a really nice setting. They had a number of um, options that you could choose from. And it was just a great evening. We even ran into our planner from our vow renewal. So it was great to see Carol again. It was just a nice evening to kind of mingle and talk to some of the other couples or brides or grooms or some people that were similar to us that had already been married that were there that just trying to check out and enjoy the event. So that was a nice way to kick off the weekend. And then the next day you came back, they have two different sessions. So they have a morning session. We did get tickets for the morning session, which was from 10 to noon. And then they had an afternoon session as well. Both sessions are two hours. It's the same things that are available. And in addition to attending one of the open sessions, which was in the conference center, the big ballroom areas, you also could do venue tours. They had tours like walking tours that you would take of some of the outdoor venues that were nearby. And in the wedding pavilion itself, they had some talks with wedding planners and some of the other Disney Fairy Tale Weddings team so you could get a little bit more detail about planning your potential wedding or vow renewal. So that was really nice. Um, so a little bit about how it was set up. As I mentioned, it's in the ballrooms at the Grand Floridian. And when you went in, they had four different rooms that they had sectioned off, or well, three main rooms that they had sectioned off. The fourth one was off down the ways that had the actual merchandise that you could pick up at it. So when you first walked in, they had really every aspect of a Disney wedding. They had some of the photographers there. They had videographers there. They had backdrops set up with the different types of photo experiences you could have with electronic and digital backdrops for your, for your guests. They had 
nice areas set up with specialty with the bars where you could try some of the different specialty drinks that they have for your wedding itself. If you were planning on having an open bar, they have all kinds of neat cocktails and you got a chance to experience those that were something that you might consider for your own wedding. I know Chris and I both had non-alcoholic versions of the wedding blush, which was really good. But you, as part of your registration, you got a drink ticket and you were able to partake in a and one of the drinks. They also had areas set up with some of the unique things that Disney does, like the different lighting spotlights where they can do the specialty lighting on your dance floor. They had Cinderella's coach that we were able to get our photo with, which is, of course, you can have the coach and the white horses and the horsemen, whether you're at the wedding pavilion or certain outdoor locations like at, um, at, the Yacht and Beach Club, also at Epcot, and of course, Magic Kingdom, some of the locations where you can have the full Cinderella coach. They, In addition, they had a cake testing area. I don't know about you, but that was one of my favorite parts. Did you enjoy the cake testing? Of course. <laughs> so they did have churro cake, which I've heard a lot about. It was great to taste. They had some other flavors as well. Throughout the venue, they had sprinkled different stations with all the different types of food options that you might want to have for your guests from some very traditional things like cheese boards and like fruit displays down to they had falafel and they had different Asian cuisine and they had different noodle dishes and stuff. So you could have samples throughout. I don't know. Did you enjoy the food? Of course. (laughs) Do anything stand out in particular to you that you like the best? No, I thought it just the ambiance was very nice. The food across the board was, you know, excellent. It, it was a very just fun, festive environment. I have a question for you, Vanessa. Sure. Knowing that we did not go to this so many plus years yeah, ago. Yeah, they didn't have it. Yep. Knowing now what you would should have known then, would as a Disney bride, would this have benefited you? I think the fact that there are so many things like the different digital backdrops that they have for photos or some of the more unique entree uh, items that they had because they kind of give you boilerplate menu choices when you're looking through. And unless you really dig deep, you don't necessarily know. By the time we went back for our vow renewal, I was a little bit more forceful of what we wanted for the menu. But I think this would have been perfect. So if you decide to do a Disney wedding, the first process is after you've already talked to a sales consultant in that, you will set up and you'll go for a planning session where you you don't have to go if you can't physically travel. We did travel down to Florida for ours, and it's nice if you can. This, I think, is a great precursor to that because you get a chance to see the full gamut of what Disney offers I think a really big benefit would be is that there's so many of the Disney fairy tale wedding team that are available. Like we ran into our floral uh, manager, Laura, who had done both our wedding and our vow renewal, where if we were in the planning stages, you could talk right to some of the floral designers and ask them questions. You could talk to some of the planners and ask them questions rather than I think spending so much time. It's a researching and digging around trying to figure out what's available. I think going to the showcase gives you that opportunity to really get a broad perspective of everything. And then you can go into your planning session, I think, a little bit better prepared. Yeah. But again, knowing, you know, we're from Michigan, it's a plane ride. Yes. For two people, it's at least probably two days hotel. Would it be of value to you, Vanessa, the Disney bride, the engaged woman, 
would it have been a value for you to go to this so many years ago? I think in two perspectives. If you could piggyback it with your planning session, because I know they talked about how some couples were going to be having their planning sessions within a few days. I think it would be nice if you could do it in one trip. Like, okay, we're going to go to the showcase, and a couple days later, we're going to do our planning session. Second option would be is if I were having a long engagement, because I know some people might have a longer engagement, or maybe for life circumstances or something, you're not planning on getting married for 18 months out or two years out, then I would definitely go to this as a precursor to help you with some of those preliminary ideas. If I were getting married in less than a year, and I couldn't coincide with my planning session, I would say I probably wouldn't spend the extra money. Okay. So that would be, and now like we ran into one couple that they were talking about, they're thinking about doing a vow renewal. They were a little bit more local, so I don't think they had had to take a plane ride, but they were there trying to get some ideas to see what might be some options for them in the future. I could see that. And if you're, if it's already at a trip that you were already planning, like for us, we just added it on. It was the day after we were going to leave then it would be a great opportunity for to learn more. But just the cost that you have into it, it would be a little bit cost prohibitive. Now, I know there are some brides, if you have smaller weddings, Disney doesn't provide you with a planning session. This would be the other thing, is if you're a wishes bride, which means you have a little bit bigger ceremony, then Disney does provide you with a planning session. If you're having a smaller package and you don't have the ability to have that planning session, then that would be some of the things that you may not get to view or you might not get to try the cakes or different things unless you went to this. So overall, I would say those are kind of my opinions of when I would go or why I would would or would not go to the showcase. I really enjoyed it. But then, of course, like Chris mentioned, we've already been through the process. It was just kind of a fun experience. We met some great people. Another thing is you get to see some different visions of what Disney has. So in the one area they had set up where it looked, it was all cocoa inspired. So the food and the decor and everything was really cool because you could see those colors. And the area by Cinderella's coach, they had everything that was kind of in a Cinderella theme from chandeliers to tables, settings, table decorations. So you got a good feel for all of the different creative things Disney can do. It's also a one-stop shop for a lot of the outside vendors. So um, one of the vendors who does invitations, several of the videographers and different things. So you got some chance to meet them where you wouldn't have to be able to do that on your own. And finally, if you were exploring and you weren't sure what type of Disney wedding you wanted, they had people there from Vero Beach, they had from the cruise line, they had from Disneyland, and then of course, Disney World. So you got a chance to see a feel for all of those. And I would think that some people might have even ended up walking in there thinking, oh, I really wanted a Disney Cruise Line wedding, but maybe they walked out changing their mind and end up with Disney Vero Beach. I think it gives you a chance to maybe explore some of those things all in one place that you might not otherwise be able to. So that was also a nice thing. And then something I always enjoy is they did have some specialty merchandise. So Chris went down there with me. They do have where you can pre-order. So they had shirts and ears and Christmas ornaments and cups and mugs. And they even had a jeweler there with some specialty wedding bands and, um, engagement rings that you could get. So some of the things were exclusive, like the bride ears were exclusive to the showcase, some of the aspects of them. But not everything was 
I think over the top, there wasn't tons of merchandise. We do have um, something from the showcase that we're going to do as a giveaway as this episode comes out. So make sure to keep an eye out. We'll be doing a giveaway for one of the items that was from the showcase. So you'll want to keep an eye out for that. I will make sure to promote that. But afterwards, we headed over at the wedding pavilion. So you could tour some of the sites. We walked from over to the wedding pavilion. They had it set up. We walked over to the beach over by the Polynesian, and you were able to see that. And they had actual ceremony things set up. So on the beach, they had an arch. They had chairs. You could see how it would be set up for reception. So you got a whole feel for that, which you would never get to have that any other time. In the wedding pavilion itself, Chris took a little break outside. When I went inside to the wedding pavilion. Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) So he had a little break, but they were having sessions where they had experts that talked about a little bit about the planning process, what it means to have a Disney wedding, how it can be unique. I think that was helpful. Those are some things where if you're not, you're on the fence about a Disney wedding, this is also a great opportunity. Plan a Disney vacation around that time so that we can still go enjoy the parks and it can give you more information about just general information about a Disney wedding. I can tell you though, being involved with some of the different boards or Facebook groups and different things, you can learn a lot more detail from other couples themselves or Carrie's podcast if you're thinking about a Disney wedding. The showcase is just kind of that overall, it reminded me of a bridal show on steroids in the sense that it was a lot more in-depth detail examples compared to a local bridal show you may go to. So that's another thing. If you're on the fence or even leaning towards Disney, don't waste your time with a local bridal show. Go to something like this. They even had gowns and they had like Carol Allen's that does steaming and all kinds of different local vendors that you might not be able to see in one place. So overall, I think the, and then the next day at Disney Springs, they were having shopping experiences where you could be able to get discounts at certain vendors. They were doing trunk shows and they were having all from the ganachery down to some of the specialty boutiques they were having where you could go in and have special shopping hours and access to special merchandise. So if you were looking at purchasing certain things for your wedding or just some fun things that you might want to have as part of your planning process, that was an opportunity at Disney Springs. So overall, I think it was a great event. And I think even when we left, Chris, you, even as a male, I think you you enjoyed it. I do identify as a man, yes. <laughs> um, it no, was nice. As a groom. As a groom. I identify as a groom. Yeah. It was entertaining. I mean, I think it was nice. There, there, there was a DJ. The DJ kept it moving. People yeah. were very friendly. You know, it was compact. I mean, it's worth two hours of your time. And just knowing, like we've mentioned this many times, there's a value to the money you pay. Correct. And I think this, it, it's worth it. I, there was one groom there who was a little enthusiastic. He was wearing the groom's ears and me, had, ear, a shirt had a and shirt. Yeah. That's probably about two articles of clothing more than I am willing to do. But that said, it, I think it would have been helpful because knowing with you, there's so many things, again, I can just remember, I didn't really pay that much attention when you were planning the <laughs> wedding, but even back, you know, so many years ago, it allows you to touch and feel and talk to people. Yeah. I think that's the real value. And if you're going to, and for what you're paying for a Disney wedding, it's, I mean, a percentage point of the overall cost that you're going to spend. So it, it doesn't really, no matter in the grand scheme of things, the weather was perfect. That was helpful. It was a very nice March day. And other than, you know, knowing the fact that we were there kind of reminiscing and from a hindsight perspective, I thought it was worth the money. 
And I think too, make sure you go hungry because there is, I I mean, I got a decent amount of food and you'll want to be able to have space to try all of those tasty options that they have from the cake to the appetizers to some of the entrees. Um, They had good sample sizes for you. And I think even doing the dessert party, I'm glad that was an add-on. The dessert party was an add-on. I'm glad that we did the dessert party as well. That was well worth it also. So overall, it was a great value. And it's definitely something if you are considering a Disney wedding, take advantage of it. Enjoy the weekend. We did have to, of course, we were glad that it was still able to take place. The parks closed the very last day of park operations for the month of March 2020 was on March 15th. So we were fortunate. We were kind of on we were wondering if the showcase was going to happen and we were so glad it did because it was a great experience overall and we really enjoyed it. And I would highly recommend it to anyone kind of on the fence. Somebody, as Chris mentioned, allows you to see things face to face, talk to people. It's a great overall experience for anyone considering a Disney fairy tale wedding or a Disney fairy tale vow renewal. So, Overall, we get, we both enjoyed it and we are hope that you get a chance to enjoy it one day too. I will share lots of pictures, include links to, like I mentioned, Carrie's podcast to episodes that we were all linked back to the episode, our, one of our original episodes where we talked about our wedding and our vow renewal. Um, so we're going to now finish out our episode with our regular segments, which is our two-minute trivia and our Wisdom from Walt quote. And Chris, what is your trivia about this week? Well, we're talking about weddings. So according to the internet, on average, how many weddings are held at Disney a year? For some reason, the number 3,500 sticks in my mind, but I don't know if that's right. You are so close. 4,000 weddings are held at Disney properties around the world. All around the world. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. That's amazing. And if you are thinking about it, please investigate it. They do a great job. You would love it for sure. Now, of course, I always like to end out our episode with one of our Wisdom from Walt quotes. And my th- my quote that I chose this week, they have a lot of construction going on at the parks and lots of cool things are happening. And I think this is a great one. And it just talks about how the people are really the heart of the parks that make it become what it really is. You can dream, create, design, and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it requires people to make the dream a reality. And we hope whether it be going to Disney for your vacation or your wedding or vow renewal, that you're able to be a part of that Disney magic. And we're looking forward to us all being able to experience that Disney magic very soon when the parks are opening, hopefully after in April of 2020. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.